A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving Olive in June. Olive in June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. You are Petrovsky. He's my big, my Petrovsky, and my Berger. He mm. is my Aiden. He's my Aiden. Baby boy, do not ever leave me. You are my love. You're my one love in life, my cutie. Burger. He is not actually not my burger. He has no burger in him. No. Fra- Francesca was your burger. Francesca was my burger. <laughs> to Craigslist you go. I to said. Craigslist. You are my Petrovsky, my big. You're my Mr. Big. Look at him. He's just looking at you as <laughs> you, you, as you talk Mr. to him. Look, you're my Mr. Big. Let us get married. Let us get married. Let's get a big apartment. <laughs> Let me get a closet for my shoes. You give me a shoe. We get married at City Hall, my baby. <laughs> <laughs> he approved he is big he really is he's my soulmate wait did you see peloton stock crash <laughs> because of sex in the city <laughs> that's un- their power their power their also, impact that made me want a peloton i've actually never wanted a peloton more than after seeing mr pig mr P- <laughs> mr pig <laughs> miss piggy miss mr piggy after seeing Mr. Pig die on Peloton, I was like, I want one. I'm, yeah, I just love that their cultural, they're still cultural cachet is very... <laughs> They will tank a company. That's like when, remember Michael when... Patrick King said, enough, we have got to take Peloton down, how will we do it? And the writers said, this is together the we will band and take them the fuck down. Peloton's gonna sue them, I think. I know. They're I really, thought it was they a great were, spawn con. They're really upset about it. 
I saw the statement of the CEO. No, the CEO. It was like, the CEO of Peloton took to the pen, took to paper, and he said, we are all really sad to, about Mr. Big's passing. But like, then it, then he shaded Mr. Big and was like, it's probably something in his gene, like his his health habits and family history. I love, it's, you're talking about a fictional yeah. character. And he goes, he goes, Peloton actually probably prolonged his life true cardio is really good for you yeah no i mean when your time when your time's up it's up death death and his death has no his death scythe. doesn't care if you're pelotoning or not the grim reaper and his scythe pointed at mr big and said it is time <laughs> tonight we go tonight, we, tonight ride. we ride and then i am obsessed with it's like well it's it's kind of like when oprah i think she criticized some kind of specific brand of meat and, and then they, she tanked the meat. She did. She tanked the meat market. Love that. Like that kind of power. That's true it. power. The lady when still you got can, it. When you can affect the stock market, that is, I want to affect the stock market. Mr. Big disrupting the stocks even post Well, now is probably the time to buy Peloton stock. Yeah. Because it's dipped and it will go back up. I mean, I don't think anyone's like not buying Pelotons no, anymore. But it is like it's just like a weird I don't know. The whole I mean, I've never done Peloton and but like the the culture around it is like fanatic. Mm-hmm. Like that guy, that gay, Cody Risby or whatever. Like the instructor. He's like a celebrity now. Yeah, they're Peloton celebs. The woman who does her like pony. Yeah. There's also I mean, like a spin lesbian instructors couple. have been like well, celebrities yeah. for years. Like I, there are certain Soul Cycle instructors that were like celebs in the LA area. But now Soul Cycle's tanked. I think from. I think that it's happening still, but it it ain't what it used to be. No, and I think well, I think Peloton and the pandemic. Peloton really, snatched their wigs. It did. It, it did. It was made... And then Sex in the City snatched. <laughs> They ripped their spines out. <laughs> Fucking ripped their... Mortal Kombat They Mortal Kombated Peloton. Yeah. Also, Peloton didn't know that they were going to be used that way. So they were like, sure, you can like... Because I think you have to get a sign off oh, to sure. even use the trademark like logo and maybe even say the name Peloton. And then they were like, sure, we would love nothing more. We'd be honored to be in Sex in the City. And then... Their wigs and were just snatched. like that. And just their wigs, like that. Their wigs were snatched. Wait, I'm snatched for your life. Uh, snatched that's what for your life. Patrick King said to Peloton. <laughs> Within an inch of your life, I'll bring you to your knees. Run for your life, Peloton. <laughs> he amazing. had a bad experience with Peloton. Yeah, what? Who hurt him at who Peloton? Him? Did Cody Rigsby hurt Michael Patrick King? Yeah, I want to know. Like, I want a deep dive podcast, like true crime style, on like Peloton versus MPK. Yeah, the his. I want like a herbal, a herbal, a ver- <laughs> herbal and verbal history. Uh, like a long read history of like this beef on like the fucking feud of the century i want and i want a feud i want the long read on the kim cattrall sjp feud there's a book out now that someone wrote about like the history of hbo and it talks about like every show and i think it goes into it has 10 pages on sex in the city sex on the city and it talks about the kim versus sjp of it all so it was like a famous feud on the set 
Yeah, I think it was like, I mean, the Origins podcast kind of touched on it too, which if you haven't listened to, you're A, not a fan of Sex and the City, truly. I'm looking at you. <laughs> you better push play, Carrie O'Donnell. You better push play. Do not make me cry. Don't make me cry. <laughs> and, um, but it, it's really good. Like, if you love Sex and the City, you must listen. Who hosts it? It's just uh, oral history. It's like literally interviews every single person except for Kim Cattrall. She refused. Damn. Kim, give the was, people what they want. I see both. I have to say I've seen both sides. Oh, I get it. But I'm also like. No, but I no, but I see like I'm also on SJP side too. Yeah. I'm. I'm on Kim's side and SJP's side. I love both of them. I want nothing but happiness for both of them. But I'm also like. I think after a certain point, you kind of owe it to your fans to like do what's right. It's and rude give, to us. And give the, it's truly like the only people that are really being hurt now by Kim not being in Sex and the City are you and I and every single fan of the show. Also, the show's not, it's not we for We need the, the lols. <laughs> this show is not for the critics. No, it's, for, it's certainly not. The critics have spoken. It's for and us. And it's literally a million thumbs down. It's for us. But I'm two thumbs up. Oh, I'm two, two thumbs, thumbs up too. pussy and butthole up. I love the show, but it's also like, it's for the fans. Just give the fans what they want. Give the gays what they want. AKA the gays and the girls. Yeah. The gays and the girls. We we've been through this. a lot. We've been through a lot. We've gotten nothing. We've gotten. We've had nothing to look forward to. And yeah. this is like the one thing that truly there was to live for. What's that HBO? What's Or what's the SNL sketch that Julio Torres wrote? The Well. What's that? The woman. It's like. It's a play well for your like future gay ch- son. <laughs> where he can go on the. On. And make a wish on the well. And it's like, <laughs> and then Emma Stone plays him up and she goes, and this straight kid goes, I don't get it. And she goes, not everything is for you. <laughs> yeah, this That's is specifically us. for the gays and the women. We need it. We crave it. We and I need, need it. Him. Just stop what you're doing. Come back from Look, Liverpool. Come and- <laughs> get over the, fly over the pond. Come back to the US of A. I mean, we know that she was in New York too while they were filming oh. the show, and she was Instagramming with abandon, which Does... made me maybe think. I got to thinking. Okay, I have, I have false hope, but like the fact that she remains such an integral part of the narrative in these episodes, they want her back. It makes me think that maybe, just maybe, there will be some kind of. I feel a tingle, and I feel like I do actually have psychic abilities with sex in the city and the universe of sex in the city and all involved. So I'm saying right now I'm calling it that she will be back. It could be very tight lipped. She might not come back. It might not be this season. It might not, it might be, not be next season. It might not be. I. She will return. It could I'm be, just saying. Even if we just see even a woman. Even if you just had Sharon Stone. If Sharon even if Stone, you just see a hand texting. No, but even if I just see like a woman with blonde hair, like strutting down the street and from the back mm-hmm. i would be like oh my god there's she's in it there's some- <laughs> i just want to see that yeah sharon but Stone i want could just i assume- think i think kim will be back okay i'm calling it i mean you're you can't have her like send the flowers for big's funeral which we'll talk about in this yeah so i'm carrie i'm lara and you're listening to Soxy. Sox, sex Soxy. and ZCT. Soxy Unique Podcast. Soxy Unique Podcast.
They did that. They did that. I also love when I've been recently, people have been asking like who I've just met, like who don't know the pod mm-hmm. there, which, you know, there's a lot, there's still a lot of people. Unfortunately, <laughs> there's a ton of there's people ton out of people there that don't, that know, don't the know about the pod. But they go, when I explain it to them and they go, what's the name? And I say sexy, unique podcast. And they go, sex, unique podcast. <laughs> and I'm like, sexy, 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 unique, unique podcast. Um, what I was going to say was, um, I'm waiting with breath baited to see what you will say. Please speak. Oh, speaketh. I was going to bring up the TWA flight that Kim was supposed to be on that blew up over Lockerbie. Honestly, that's a sign that you need to come back to sex in the city. Can you imagine if we d- were deprived of Samantha? No. we. I mean, yes, we're Wait, in it now. We are deprived of I think her. everyone knows the story, right? Yeah. Okay. I, you've told it on the pod. Okay. Do you want to tell it again? (laughs) You know who could have been a great Samantha? Who? Big Ange. (laughs) Big Ange got her her boobs measured in an episode I watched last night, and they're J's. Wow. Power. She is doing it. She's doing the damn thing. I know. She still is. Yeah, she's still... still, um, Yeah, I'm... um, This episode was fine... This episode... It was really dreary. <laughs> it was, the funeral it's was... really sad. That funeral... I don't think Big would have liked that funeral. I was so uncomfortable by Carrie in that funeral. I've been to like an art world meets comedy show that was like that exact setting. But with comedians? Yeah. And it reminded me of like going to like a comedy show. Like at the Guggenheim? Yeah. It was like... It was like alt comedy alt comedy and the art world Uh come together in like a very stark space Mm -hmm. with a powerpoint it was like i loved i laughed when carrie goes thank god for those lesbians tampa bay Mm -hmm. yeah that was funny there were some good lines i liked when so we get to the funeral well first miranda is this is where like miranda's son is just plowing right but Brady and his girlfriend are she's he's like ride it cowgirl and they're she's literally they're 17 and they're like plowing in the room and it's the wall is literally vibrating and Miranda and Steve are just sitting in bed watching the news and she's like can you believe this and Steve's like what I, I, and she's like well you can't even hear it so they're fucking it's like that's it's like not, that's like not okay though it's Samantha style fucking in the next room and it's, I don't know how these, I don't know how these, these kids are doing it today, but I like, my parents would have never been okay with that. No, I was having visceral memories of literally getting discovered having sex with my crush by his parents in his house and them being like, get, you guys have to stop and you have to go. And us being drunk and just like continuing to plow to the point where his dad like ripped the covers off of us and was like, get out of here. And we were both like drunk on Jaeger. That would the this like sex positive, please by all means like suck and fuck in the house 
was not at all my experience growing up. Yeah, it was. I'm just like very the boundaries in that in the household are a little blurred. You would think that like have you want like discretion. Yeah, I wouldn't want my. I wouldn't want my mom to hear me getting like banged out next door. Knowing my parents is like literally makes me. Yeah, it's I mean, not I a turn in on. my house. I'm just like, I don't want them to even know I have sex. Well, yeah, I like it's like if you're going to have sex in your parents house, like the whole thing, the the hottest thing is like we have to be really quiet so no one hears us. Yeah, it's like Brady's that sexy. It's also just like Brady, you're rude. I think he's like neurodivergent because yeah. of this. I was like, you are like not picking up on cues cues and what they're throwing down and miranda's like steve, she basically like throws like a computer at steve to get him to pay attention <laughs> he goes what she's abusing steve huh and then he gets the call from carrie and then carrie he goes it's carrie why is she calling on the landline <laughs> <laughs> miranda goes rushes over and then carrie answers the door Biggs just in a body bag. <laughs> yeah, you see him in the background getting wheeled out. And she goes, what do I do? And Miranda's like, well, I think you bring him to the morgue. And she goes, no, I mean me. It's like. <laughs> Bitch, that's a good question. Such a carry line. I know. That was like classically care. So the whole the whole thing is like them planning the funeral. And like the girls are spending the night at her house, which was nice. In shifts. Carrie and Charlotte go funeral shopping. They go to this one like Upper East Side stuffy place. And Charlotte breaks down. First of all, Carrie's like, Big would hate this. It's like old and stuffy Mm -hmm. and reeks of death. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Sibling fights are unavoidable. But what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William vs. Harry started. 
It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. And then Charlotte starts crying and she thinks that Carrie's blamed her for why she wasn't with Big when he died. Yeah. And Charlotte's really losing her shit. And then, like, the woman comes, the funeral mistress comes into the room. Death's death's mistress. Death's mistress strolls in and she's like, I'm so sorry for your loss to Charlotte. And And then she's like, oh, no, I'm not the wife. Like, Carrie's the wife. And she's like, but you're so calm. Yeah, Carrie's very emotionless. She's still just like grief stricken, still Carrie, processing. Carrie was more upset when Big left her at the altar. Yeah. I, she's also probably just used to being failed by Big <laughs> at this point. So it's like another. Well, I was waiting for that moment where like when Samantha spoon feeds her yogurt. Mm-hmm. And Carrie's like. She's like in Mexico in a full fur. But when is that happening? I was like, she's. I guess this is how she's reacting. She and it feels very it feels kind of real. true to Grief. it's like you're in shock. You're you have to get through. Like you have to I can't even imagine what it would be like to like you have to like then plan a funeral for the love of your life. Yeah. I'm you like, go into you like are a, strong for that. Yeah, Carrie has to go into like go mode. Disassociate a little. This is her Jackie moment. It is her very it's her I mean Stanford refers to her as their Jackie Kennedy. Yeah, that was true. She was serving. She's basically starting to like realize that Charlotte's annoying, psycho, and she can't really have her handle having her around right now because Charlotte just bursts into tears. Charlotte is frantic energy. Um, She's Mary's frantic energy, selling Sunset Dog Party vibes, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and you can't have that when Big dies. Playing dumb. What? What is she upset about? Is she mad right now? She was wearing, by the way, in that in that moment, Christine from Selling Sunset was wearing that brand that like Chloe and Jean Paul Gaultier. Yeah, Dorit yeah. wears. Is that who, is that who makes that that jumpsuit with like the maybe Renaissance looking? I don't know if they make it, but it kind of looked like that. Yeah. But I loved that Renaissance corset. Mm-hmm. I have to say, I fucking love Christine. I ride or fucking die for the chaos that she brings to that show. I she, think she is an incredible like liar, but she's I don't. House, 
I'm not mad at it. She's housewives material. She is. She's housewives level and she knows it. She she's, does it on purpose. I think she's gunning for like a housewives. She's a, one of the best artists, like modern day performance artists of Agreed. our generation. Wearing a fake baby phone. <laughs> truly. When she hopped on the bed, I was like, this is fake. Yeah. She and Jason are like walking around that house and she goes, and I was like, you're literally about to give birth tomorrow. I've been around nine month pregnant women and they don't hop like that. Yeah. You don't jiggle your baby up like a little milkshake. <laughs> you have a full fledged human in your body. Yeah. You can't like launch. She's also skinny, skinny, skinny. So thin. She's so thin. And then she immediately. She does upside down yoga with a bump. <laughs> Then she's saying she that she had a harrowing childbirth where she almost died, and like two days later, she was hosting like a show. And then, and then her husband had to make the choice, either one or the other. She goes, "As I was going out, I heard a nurse go, you must choose one or the other.' Right before she went under, two days after giving birth, she has a completely flat tummy. She's a completely flat tummy and a C-section, which takes you like you can't like really move around, like get up and down. It's she was wild. hosting like an E News, like red carpet show." <laughs> I'm obsessed with the Reddit thread of like the Christine Trutherism <laughs> baby bum. Maya claims to have seen the scar, the C-section scar. Hmm. So maybe I saw that and I was like, okay, maybe she's talking Who's to Maya? The oh, Maya. Israeli. The Gwyneth mm-hmm. conduit. Yeah. Yeah. Love the silence Maya. of the lamb. She's <laughs> Maya's also a shit fucking stirrer. Totally. In a great way. She can't stop getting pregnant. <laughs> the other one, the new one from Mexico. Vanessa, I fucking love Vanessa. I love Vanessa. her, but she's unstable energy. She she always... And every, she's crying. Every, every time something she's done something wrong, she immediately starts crying. And then everyone goes, oh, no, it's okay. It's fine. I was dying at her like real estate origin story. They were like, how did you get into real estate? And she's like, my sister tragically died. And she said on her deathbed, I want you to sell real estate. And then she was weeping and then everyone else was weeping. And I was like, this is She was a soap opera. She was a soap opera. She did like telenovela. She's doing incredible work. No, she was like a legit soap opera star No, I know. She's famous. But she continues. The work continues. Anyway, back to our other girls. So they go to the space and it's like a... (laughs) They go to Spain. They go to Spain. (laughs) España. And they go to... The funeral's being held at like a chic gallery and... Chelsea like art district by some just like two glasses wearing power lesbians who plan chic funerals yeah and thank god for the lesbians they get there and it's very star Carrie wants totally minimal like very big and then on the casket beautiful beautiful flower arrangement cascading flowers And, and SJP said I said no flowers and the lesbians are like we know they came right after we hung up with you and she goes, they came with a note. And Carrie goes, well, who sent them? And then she takes the note and it says, love Samantha <gasps> in non-handwriting. I gasped. And Samantha then, is in the, she is a, ca- well, <laughs> I bid you farewell to that night. And then she is a character in the show, whether she cares to be or not. And then Carrie goes, the flowers stay. Because classic Samantha, she always gets it right. She fucking knows what's up. She's a publicist. But also, when you brought this up in the last episode, she would have at least called. She would have come to or the funeral. Texted. No, she would have come to the funeral. Samantha was a. She would have come. She would have gotten on a plane and come. I swear, I really believe yeah. that. 
So it just does feel weird to have her totally gone. It makes me think like she's been murdered and someone who the person who murdered her is just like pretending <laughs> that she's still like living. Like that's how the levels this of should like, turn true crime. Yeah, the levels of and then her podcast. They're gonna have to kill her though, like well, I if think, she doesn't come back, they really do just need to kill her. I think and they then have a Samantha funeral so that we can all just as fans get closure. I think they should have done that in the show. Yeah. Just start off with a banger Samantha funeral. Like I was rooting for that would have felt right. Either like the cancer came back, but I do think they know that they want to keep the door open. I like him. I like him stringing them along with a will she or won't she. But I think eventually she does have to be like the answer is truly no. Make a decision, Kim. I'm looking at you right in the eye. Kim, but also just do it. Just do it for Look, us, we fucking please. love you. We need you. We need this isn't you, about queen. this is it's no longer a... about SJP or MPK. No, it's about us. This is about Carrie fans, and I fucking asking you You're doing from it. the bottom of our hearts. To do at least just one episode. You're doing it for all the gays of the world. Do you understand the the joy that you will bring to the masses by doing this? And you'll also make a shitload of money. Yeah. So it's a win-win. Go off. Work sometimes is about... We're looking right in the camera. Yeah. Work sometimes is about having to deal with people you don't want to deal with. Sorry, but that's how it is. Be a pro. You'll get a producer credit. Yeah. You'll You'll probably get nominated. People want to right the wrongs. Do it, Kim. Do it for us, please. please. Anyway, um, so she sends the flowers. Carrie's like, they'll stay. Miranda and Carrie, Charlotte are like, this is good, right? And then the funeral starts off with, <laughs> without a hitch. And that, then Miranda books it to the bar. <laughs> <laughs> old, goes, old Shabli over here. Shabli Hobbs. <laughs> Walks over. Hey, if someone commented on the Patreon, they were like, please stop the Chablis hate. Chablis is actually from a great region of France. It's an unoaked Chardonnay. Okay. It's delicious. And I love like the shop, the ambassador of Chablis herself made it, made it known that we need to stop the Chablis hate. Yeah. So to you, I say, sorry, but not it's, sorry. It's because, not good. Because no one, Chablis is a sign of true alcoholism. I'm a hater. It towards- will always be. I'm a I'm a hater towards wine winos. There was also this um the guy that wrote that book. Remember the guy that wrote the addiction book, but then he was outed for like making up some of it, a million tiny pieces. Oh yeah, yeah. He wrote a, a really really good fiction novel about like that's good. <laughs> he did that he did that he wrote a really good like just a pure fiction uh, that takes place in LA and it's like a lot of different people living in LA I want to reread it because I really loved it and I can't remember what the name is but you guys should all read it it's really good but there's a character in it that I think is like a homeless drunk man that's obsessed with Chablis and Chablis was his downfall and that's always been my association with Chablis ever since and under the bridge kind of yeah he was just a he it's a love letter to Chablis from a Chablis alcoholic and that's Miranda at this point Miranda books it in this like very this (laughs) cater waiter who has a pixie cut and looks like she's in Star Trek she goes Miranda goes I'll have a Chablis and she goes we're not serving till after the funeral and she goes well it's okay because I'm family and my husband supplied all the alcohol from his bar I'll take a Chablis, please. And the woman's like, okay. And she goes to open it. And she goes, you know what? 
I have to do a reading really quick, so why don't we just make it really fast and I'll just have a straight bourbon. She goes, yeah, easy breezy, sucks down brown liquor at 10 a.m. Well, then she goes, "It." She goes, but I am reading really quickly, so I was like, damn, they are really pushing this along. Miranda is awful. She's awful to everyone. She's spiraling into alcoholic madness. Her thing that she's doing is reminding me of Frances McDormand's character in Friends with Money, how she's like so depressed and won't wash her hair and she's like raging at everyone. It's like and her husband's very... gay. Mm-hmm. Like, except in this situation, her husband's <laughs> slowly succumbing to Dementia. early onset Alzheimer's <laughs> and she's spiraling and her... into the, the grips of alcoholism. And her son is having sex before her very eyes. Her son is literally like, I'm sorry, but that's He's like Oedipal or something. If it you're is. fucking so loudly that both your parents can hear, you're literally trying to fuck your parents. Yeah, he wants to have a th- devil's throughout <laughs> with his parents. He wants to have an orgy with him, his girlfriend who still hasn't spoken a word, and Steve and Miranda. He wants to get Eiffel Towered. He wants <laughs> to Eiffel Tower his mother with Steve. There's also a weird moment where Bra- where Steve and Miranda are in the closet. And Steve's yeah. like, why did he do... Why did he ride that Peloton that killed him? And Miranda's like, it, anything could have happened. And Brady comes in. And they're like, Brady, come give us a hug. And he's like, I don't want to. And he's like, yeah, well, your mom and I need one. We're having a moment, We're having son. a moment. So he comes over. And then over. that's when Brady thinks, like, maybe it's my time. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'll hug like, this is how, This is s- how it happens. He just slips his little dick out. Brady's a sex pest. He's a, he's like, <laughs> he's a staunch sex pest. Roman sex pest. Colin, Brady Hobbs. Colin Scotland Yard. We've got a sex pest. At We've got a sex pest on the lamb. We've got Brady is truly the We've sex, sex pig fapping his way through King's Cross Station in Paddington. Sex pest in the city. That's Brady he's, just he's on a the literal land. 70s sex pest. He is in a trench coat, just yurking it at every passerby. Oh my god, he's yurking <laughs> off. He's yurking off in the alley. It's a sex pest, Brady Hobbs. Yeah, well, come on over. Your mom and I need some some love. Your mom and I need some of that redhead dick. Brady's like, damn, <laughs> hell <dick>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we get to the future. So then, yeah, they're all happy. Samantha sent, and then the Miranda does a reading. That was like kind of. It was awkward. <laughs> she said it. Someone was like. Thank you to the writers of Sex in the City for having Miranda say big hole at the reading. <laughs> <laughs> Carrie wrote the reading but made Samantha made Miranda read it. That's weird. And then Miranda it felt I was like, is she drunk? Are they trying is she gonna I thought say, she was gonna fall. Yeah, she was like, and he's, who aren't he left we lucky? A big hole. He left a big <laughs> He left a big gaping, gaping hole. Fuck hole. He left a gaping rosebud where our assholes once were. <laughs> I truly thought she was gonna fall over and like break her teeth off on the altar. And then you see Big Secretary, who like also might have dementia. She seems like a little bit drunk. Yeah, and she seems like skittish, almost around Carrie. Wait, I was confused on the Sharon, Susan Sharon. Yeah, what was that again? Well, we'll get to her, but okay. first let's talk Secretary. Secretary. Secretariat. Gloria. Gloria, the secretary, and Gar- Gary. <laughs> Gary Bradshaw. Gary Bradshaw goes up to her and she's like, hi, hello. She's like, you knew him better than anyone. And she's like, oh, he was one of a kind, Carrie. I sure did. He, I sh- 
he kept me on when all the other men fired their girls. Their I was like gals. having Mad Men vibes. Yeah. She's then, literally Peggy from Mad Men. She's like, but Carrie, you know, we're going to have to meet soon because we got some things to go over. There's paperwork, paperwork to sign. Then Gloria tries to sit front row and Stanford, the terrorist, takes her, like, that was kicks her w- but out. But that whole thing was weird. I was like, is she drunk? Is she... What does she know? What does she know? Like, is she... She knows something. Is she his mom? Maybe. Did she fuck his older brother and they had him and they're actually his parents? Let's talk about... Let's, let's talk, talk about, the, about the brother. Let's talk about <laughs> let's the brother. Let's talk about the brother. Let's talk about the brother because I want his brother to... You want him balls deep. Yeah, I do. Yeah. He's fucking hot. He was in Gossip... Or... Yeah, he was in Gossip Girl. He played Nate Archibald's grandfather, Vanderbilt. Old Garsip, uh, Garsip Girl. <laughs> old Garsip Girl. <laughs> Not the new one, the old one. No, um, he's sexy. Garsip. It was weird, though, to see. It's always weird when you see family members of the cast of Sex in the City. It feels uncanny and unnatural. Yeah, they're not really supposed to have family members. Like, the main... I guess, like... Except Miranda when she her mom died. Yeah, but even that was weird. I feel like I read also in... One of the like behind the scenes Sex in the City books that I have, where even the writers at the time were like, we really struggled with like how do we introduce these side char- these characters like families. It always felt weird. And like, remember Charlotte's brother that Samantha fucked? Yeah, but also Miranda, they did that well with her mom dying. Yeah, when we've never met a fa- single family member of Gary's. Gary has <laughs> no family. She was just born in these streets. I would like to. St- to see Gary's mother or father. Yeah. Or like a brother. Yeah. Like who? where were they at the funeral? Yeah. She literally has zero family. Yeah. Did they like, were they just like, did they disown her? They disowned her in the eighties when she wanted to move to New York. Is she from like a Mormon family? Yeah. They literally like, they're nowhere to be found. You would think like a parent would come to her, their child's spouse's funes. Maybe they're dead. Yeah. Maybe she inherited money and took that money and ran. What is the truth? Did she kill her parents? I want, I want things to take like a dark true crime. Mm -hmm. Her podcast with Shay becomes a true crime. Shay comes to the funeral, which I was like, would Carrie, you? Carrie's like, ah, oh, Shay, you didn't have to come. And she's like, nah, it's someone you loved. And she's also like, great chance for me to openly smoke a bowl, which she continues to do. Yeah. Again, no one smokes weed. You, This is not how one smokes weed in public. And then they're like talking to Carrie and they're like, something, something they make. And Carrie kind of goes, huh. and she goes, thanks for making me laugh. And she goes, well, technically it was a little smile she goes i'm a stand-up i notice these things i was just like okay i get it you're doing a tight 10 everywhere Ooh, everything she says is in reference to her being a stand-up but i'm also like no comedians actually talk like that either yeah shay really she's like later when she confronts miranda she's like or they sorry they're like like, no, I can think of a tight 10, though, in about five minutes. Like, oh, my God, this Ooh, person. No more tight 10s. But I will say Let's that I it. I actually enjoyed her in this episode. Enjoyed them. I'll get... I'll I was, come around. I was into them. I was. I thought their chemistry with Miranda was, like, palpable. Mm-hmm. So Shay is chiefing bowls outside the funeral. Again, Braids. completely inappropriate. She gives Brady a hit and Miranda discovers her, <laughs> her sex pest son smoking a bowl. 
and flips her fucking shit. Yeah, she screams like she's never screamed before. She's Chablis or bourbon drunk. Yeah. She's this just, is the brown liquor talking. Yeah, she's just yelling. It's like, this is your best friend's... She doesn't know who Shay is at the time, but she's also like, just keep... You're at a funeral. Just keep it together. I know. It's your best friend's husband's funeral. Like, don't... Old drunk. Randa. Old, old Randy. Old Hobbs. <laughs> <laughs> so then she reprimands Shay, who like, to her to their credit, is like handling it very well. Yeah, I and thought it was going to be like a big blowout fight. No, and Shay's just kind of like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I like... She's like, you can't give drugs to a minor and she's like i didn't know he was a minor like it's all good lady like don't freak out and yeah she's like slow your roll and, and brady's like god mom you're so embarrassing she's like, just you. a little bit of weed she's like you can't put your dick in your girlfriend's pussy for a week you have to do it in mine <laughs> <laughs> which i was like ah! I like no like taking away his his fuck doll for <laughs> a week <laughs> His he, flashlight. He's like, oh, fuck. I'm going to go fuck. Like, he's going to go like. He's going to go just fuck a pie. This is American Pie 4 where he just. Is, he's like, I might go crazy. He's going to jizz all over her house now. Maybe this is how they keep Brady from like. Killing them in their shooting, sleep. Shooting. Them. School shooting. And they're like, you can fuck Andrea. They Louisa. just keep. Louisa. They just keep giving him flashlights and <laughs> girlfriends. <laughs> Like Brady probably worse. has a suitcase full of various oh, flashlights. God used. <laughs> so then Miranda's like, "I'm sorry. Are you?" He goes, "I'm sad, Mom. I just wanted to hit." She goes, "Well, maybe I should just kill myself, and you can smoke crack." That's Chablis Hobbs speaking. <laughs> <laughs> and then, then she storms off, and she, lo and behold, Carrie's talking to Shay, and Carrie goes, "This is my boss, my the host of my the host podcast that." Also, someone brought this up to me last night. We were talking about Sex in the City, and they made a really good point where they were like, Miranda would listen to podcasts. I know! Miranda's definitely not the type of woman that does not ever listen. She would she, at least listen to The Daily. She listened to NPR or New York Times. Like, yeah, exactly. She's like... And she would listen to, like, true crime podcasts. Yeah, she, I, she's She like, loved I, Jules and Mimi. She listens to podcasts. She's like, I draw the line at podcasts. I'm like, no, you don't. I feel like Charlotte wouldn't listen to podcasts because no. she maybe doesn't have the time. Or doesn't know how to do like, it. Like, Samantha wouldn't listen to podcasts. No. And that would have been actually a good thing where it's like, they could have been like... She didn't even listen to my podcast or something like that. She didn't read the column or listen to the podcast. Yeah. And like Miranda definitely listens to the daily. Yeah. So then she meets Shay and Shay's like, it's all good. Like you were just protecting. You're a mama bear. She's like, you're a mama bear. And now my pussy's wet. And and Miranda's very turned on by Shay. Yeah. You know that they're going to fuck. Yeah. Or maybe it's a mislead and it's Carrie and Shay. No. Okay. <laughs> Carrie's not a lesbian. No. Gary. Yeah. <laughs> I want Carrie to transition and become Gary Bradshaw. She could do a lot of really good like suit suit yeah. work. What was Susan Sharon mad about? I don't know. Susan Sharon comes out of the woodwork what was looking she... snatched. What was she like what episode was she in? She's early season. She had a she had a husband who always screamed at her and she was like very distraught and i think carrie told her to leave her husband and then it was drama because they were like you can't tell someone to leave their husband and then charlotte got a jack russell that just like pooped all over her bed and then they gave the jack russell to susan sharon and her husband and actually like saved their marriage i remember 
But I don't know what Susan Sharon is mad about. Yeah, she, during the funeral, they play like a slideshow of Big's life. And then she turns to this random woman and she's like, am I the only one who remembers what a prick he was to her? Yeah, and she comes up to her after the funeral. She's aged immaculately. Like, her fucking blonde was so good. Mm-hmm. She's like, Carrie, I don't care. I know I forgive you for everything. Like, it's fine. It's water under the bridge. And Carrie is like, I have no idea what she was even referring to. Yeah. And so I guess more to come. I was hoping that woman who flashed everyone at the party when she was pregnant. Wasn't her name like Lacey or something like that? Lacey. Yeah. I wish she was there. Or Tatum O'Neill. Bring everyone back. It's time. I shouldn't have to be punished for your expensive habits. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the funeral is like kind of weird. It's kind of weird that Natasha wasn't there. And like, what about Big's first wife? Remember her? Oh, yeah. Carrie's the third wife. And they go back to the to their drab apartment, which isn't cute. Yeah, she needs to upgrade the apartment in a huge way. Huge way. It's very dated. And then they're in the and she goes, well, at least that's over with. And they go and. She and Stanny and Miranda are like, oh, yeah, they go back and the, her hallway's full of macaroons. I was like, that's chill. She's I like, would take the macaroon towers and leave everything But she's else. like pissed. She's furious. And then, yeah, and then the next day that they bring the ashes over and then she calls Miranda and Stanford over for an emergency martini. So Miranda's like, sure, I'll be there. <laughs> Shibli Hobbs was like, she's like, hell yeah. She's like, clear liquor. I'm in the mood. And then... Charlotte comes over and she makes Stanford hide because she doesn't want Charlotte. This was relatable, like friend drama where it's like she didn't want Charlotte to feel like she didn't invite her over because she doesn't want Charlotte around right now because Charlotte will like literally cry and carry on and Charlotte will bring manic Mary energy to the table. So so she makes Stanford hide and then he like skitters in the background like the new I'm not good at hiding. Which I was just like, Stanford, you suck ass. Yeah, also in the funeral, he was like weird. He was really rude to Gloria. He's, he's rude to Are Mario. they going to have him... Get divorced and like... Well, leave. they are going to, I think, have to maybe kill his character off. Oh, because damn. how else... You can't you can't send him to London. <laughs> like London he's is, living in Amsterdam. London is like code for death. London is like the farm where they sent Kim Richards' dog Kingsley. <laughs> They're gonna send. They're gonna send everyone. Everyone who's like no longer with us is in London now. <laughs> they, they sent Samantha one of those suicide pods. <laughs> you see that? Yeah, my obsession. Um. Meanwhile, Miranda was on the subway. <laughs> Miranda's having a lot of subway time with her professor, where she's just like really trying to get her to like her, and it's failing every time. But then. A, a little a, chucky man a, a little like hooligan in, <laughs> in, a, in a chucky in a chucky literally wearing a chuck chucky the doll costume Uniform. with the mask on attacks and hit her professor tries to take her back tries to take her backpack and then miranda comes over with one of her giant books because the professor teased her like oh like the whole rubrics on the 
it was yeah there is a scene where they're all checking into the to columbia and they have to show id and miranda shows her and then the professor like can't find hers very quickly and the security guard's like ma'am you're gonna have to step out of line and like wait and then miranda's like sorry excuse me why would you let me by and you're like giving her a hard time like true white woman terrorist and then the professor's like you did not i think her name's nina yeah She's like, you really escalated the situation just now. Like, it's fine. Like, she was just doing his job. Like, it's all good. You're then, like a white savior. And then she remarks about how Miranda has, like, a ton of heavy books. And she's like, just get them on Kindle. It's, like, easier for you. And then she goes, I'm just old school. She says, I love to turn the pages. So then when she fight, she... what? She waxed Shibli Hobbs. Waxed Waxed Chucky. Chucky Chucky on the head with her giant book and gets him off her professor and saves the day. And the professor is like, thank you. And then Miranda's like, oh, I didn't know if that was like, you know, me being white savior. And she's like, no, I think you were just helping someone in need. Jesus Christ. And then she's like, well, it's good that I had my book and not my Kindle because I don't think it would have done the same damage. And then the Professor fist bumps her. Yeah, they fist bumps. She's like old school. So I think they're... They're going to be friends. I want Miranda Shibli Hobbs to like fuck every woman she meets in and just like Yeah. She's like, I want her to become a ravenous, hungry, hungry lesbian. And she gets off the booze and just onto the puss. What if her, Carrie, and Charlotte have a threesome? They should. And then that's when Samantha returns. Mm Mm-hmm. Ladies, I'm here. And they all wooing, fuck. And they all just fuck. There was they Dan Levy's episode of Sex in the City 3 what had like a group sex with all of them in a yurt in Who's South America. Dan Levy. Oh, from... From Shit's Creek. Oh my God, he's so good. Yeah, and it was like a beautiful like sexual moment that like bonded them all for life. Oh so I really think... I that, need to listen to that one. Yeah, they all need to... They all need to have sex. They have to. They have to. Scissor. We can't just have big jerking his hog. No, as I mean, like I... the only set. And Brady plowing is like the only. Set. I need tits. We haven't even seen any tits yet. We shan't see any tits. I want some tits. Like we in the at movie least... when when Miranda was fucking Steve <laughs> after they make up. Remember when? Which <laughs> was ah. No, 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 no. After they meet in the bridge, and mm-hmm. then they have makeup sex, and then they have this like, just very hold- awkward sex. Oh, scene where, where he's holding yeah, around she's- her boobs so that you can't see the nip. <laughs> and she's like, <laughs> Yeah, everyone got really nip shy as the. T- but that sexy was so, like, I was like, Oh, <laughs> it was so intense. I had a boyfriend when I was like in early college, and. I would, the only way I would get him to watch Sex in the City with me is I would, I was like, look, this show's funny and you'll get to see some boobs. And he was like, okay, fine. But like, that was like the draw. I was always try- trying to manipulate. Lizard brain. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking reptile. Me. Straight man. No, straight oh. man. <laughs> I do have a lizard brain. For no, no, no. I mean, straight men are like, oh, they're tits. All right. No, he goes, I don't want to watch this. And I go, come on. It's funny. You'll laugh in their boobs. And he was like, fine. <laughs> That's all they need. But now you can't say, good luck to you girls trying to get your man to watch Sex in the City now. <laughs> no laws and no boobs. We got to get those back in. <laughs> He's gripping her. I've never, ever met 
it always throws me in it was such a it was such a strange sex scene in any sex scene where a woman is having sex in a bra i'm like no woman does that no like i, mean, I watched the holiday recently and like jude law and cameron diaz like have they fuck and then she like flops on the bed and is wearing a full bra i was like no we just know that that means you yeah. as an actress did not want to show your boobs which is fine <laughs> she slaps her bra on post-sex or like you don't <sighs> just like you're not having like hot beautiful meaningful sex and just like sucking and fucking with a bra on and no panties you're like whatever you do <laughs> don't take my bra off the bra's the first thing to come Carrie's, off. Carrie's famous for that. Staunch bra sucker. She loves... <laughs> she gets off. They explain it. They go, she's old school. She's like Marilyn Monroe. That was in the Sex and the City book. That's like why... She's an old romantic. That's why she doesn't take her bra off. Okay. Okay, no. It's she has some... She's SJP a doesn't want her perfect hits to be seen. Show us the nips. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then, and then at the end... I loved the scene... When Charlotte's like, fine, I'll just leave. You don't want me here anyways, and you do blame me. And she's crying in the hallway. And then Carrie, this was a really good monologue where I was like, give SJP every award. She goes, I don't blame you. She's like, I just keep thinking, like, if I had gone to fucking the Hamptons, like, I wanted to do in the first place. And I was like, yes. Yeah, I love that. I love when her voice gets that, like. When she screams. Yeah. And then Phil, the neighbor. Yeah. She's like, it's all right, Phil. What's his story? He killed Big. What's his <laughs> He slipped Big something. He, he like, strangled mm-hmm. Big mafia style. Um, And then... Then Miranda sleeps over. Miranda, Miranda, oh, well, Carrie also... Sli- I'm like, my brain's fried. <laughs> Carrie texts Samantha and goes, thank you. And then we mm. see their other texts. And it's the one before was, hi, can we talk? And then walked by La Perla today and thought of you. Hey, London lady. <laughs> London then, lady. And then the other one was one response from going, I can't. I'm out of town. I'm, my flight leaves tonight. Wow. So. Tensions are high. Things are frayed. Saw you at La Perla. Um, also, when she was, when earlier when Carrie was Googling funeral places, her Google search <laughs> was funeral NYC. <laughs> That would be me trying to like COVID times. I would say best funeral parlor NYC Mm -hmm. and then try and get to Yelp and start reading Yelp reviews. Mm -hmm. So then Miranda comes over for her shift and then Carrie is like tossing and turning. Miranda's like, are you all right? And she said, can I have another like add a van? And she goes, not for five hours. And Carrie takes her. It's raining out. They actually look really cozy in the apartment. It was, yeah. And she goes out in the living room and sleeps on the couch. And then she goes, and just like that. I realized how long five hours really is. But also, like, give me the pill. I know. It's not like she's going to OD. Shibli Hobbs has some limits with her. (laughs) Shibli Hobbs loves to not have any boundaries with her own alcohol use, but then put very firm boundaries around administering a pill to her friend. She goes, no, no, no. No, no, no. Not for five hours. Not for five hours. And then leans (laughs) down and grabs some Shibli from under the bed and does a big gulp. I'm loving the show. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the next app. I can't wait. Let us know what you guys think. Thank you for the response. I'm so happy people are happy that we're doing this. Yeah, it was what everyone needed. It's what we needed. Unlike certain people, we do give the people what they want. Kim. Kim. We're looking at you. 
Guys, we have to start a campaign. We have got to get we Co- got to get her back. It's called Come on, Kim. Come on. Come on. Come on already. Come on, come on back from Liverpool, Kim. Look, I'm sure people are sorry about trying to make you fuck Brady in the Sex and the City 3 movie. That was like a storyline, I think, where she like hits on Brady. I get that. Like you had to do some really demeaning things, but I think that people will treat you with the respect you deserve. Anyway. Anyways, guys. Ciao. Love and light. Ciao. Ciao, ciao, ciao.